you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Folkowski, and today is the Week 15 Review. One of the, I would say, one of the wildest weeks that I can remember in the NFL. Just, there's just a lot going on, I think, this week. More so than, than in a lot of past weeks. Um, and we'll get to all of that today. So I hope you enjoy. All right. The Niners defeated the Seahawks 21-13, to 13, yes, on Thursday Night Football. Um, you know, listen, I think Brock Purdy is doing a really good job of managing the 49ers situation. Um, listen, it's not easy to be a, a rookie quarterback for anybody, and then it's not easy to be – you know, a low-drafted rookie quarterback who's thrust into a starting role after the starter and the backup um, both get injured um, for the season. So I think that what Brock Party's done is 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 very good. Uh, th- there's really not a lot I can critique about it. What I will say is they're they're making it pretty easy on him. They're not having him do too many different things. They're not making him think too much or or do anything too complicated. I think it's more about finding success, finding an open receiver and getting the ball down the field. Um, Listen, they put up 21 points, which is great. I mean, it's it's great. It was a relatively close game, but this Niners team is really relying on talent outside of the quarterback position to carry them over the finish line. And I think – with some injury-prone players like Debo, CMC, and George Kittle, that potentially could be a recipe for disaster. I, I like the Niners. I mean that their defense is good, but it's just it, it's hard to trust a team that much with a such an inexperienced quarterback. So uh, there's still a lot to be uh, questioned about the Niners. Um, that's for the Seahawks. It's a pretty big loss for them. Uh, at this point, they're seven and seven, so their season is in in kind of in a in a, in a point of flux uh, because they're seven and seven, and there were some other teams hanging around in that NFC playoff picture um, that are seven and seven or, or or thereabouts. You look at the Commanders, who are seven six and one. Giants who are eight, five, and one, the Lions who are seven and seven. So there are quite a few teams that are hanging around at that juncture. And, and that could potentially be the below that that can 
that that kind of caps off the Seahawks season. They play Kansas City this week, which is a big game. Now, the Giants do play the Vikings, and the Commanders do play the Niners. So all three teams could potentially lose this week. Um, and the, if the Lions end up getting that win this week, they would actually be thrust into a playoff position. And they play Carolina. So it's a very winnable game for them. But this could be a loss that that prevents the Seahawks from doing anything special. They, they were very good to start the season. They've really kind of fallen off these past few weeks and I just think that this might be too much to overcome for Seattle especially given that again they're they're playing Kansas City that that probably is going to be their eighth loss of the season I don't know if they can win those last two and also make the playoffs even if they do um and, and they lost Tyler Lockett I think that's a big loss I think DK Metcalf's got a shoulder more of the weight right now I think he's capable of doing it but Tyler Lockett's a guy that you're always looking to have on the field. Um, yeah, I mean, I think with the Niners, I think we'll kind of talk about this at the end of the episode. They're, they're definitely a good team. I just I don't know if I can see them at the moment really making a deep playoff run. Um, they have clinched a playoff spot, though, um, at the moment. They, they clinched the division, so, you know, take that for what you will. All right, the Vikings defeated the Colts. 39 to 36 in overtime in the largest comeback win of all time in the NFL. I, I it was incredible. I I had never seen anything like this. So a team really, really doubted out after the first quarter. It seemed like nothing could go well. Uh, the blocked punt, Colts were putting up points. They were doing a nice job. Vikings offense was extremely stagnant. And at halftime, I mean, 33-0 for any team, you're, you're calling that game. But the Vikings showed a lot of fight. They walked out of the locker room uh, with a, a fervor. They walked out with a purpose, and, and, and they walked out to score points. And, and that's really exactly what they did. If you look at the Vikings' second half, it was it was great. I mean, it was absolutely fantastic. Kirk Cousins played a great game. Uh, I think people will judge him just based off his statistics, but I think what people need to understand about this game and about games like this is, you know, you put a different quarterback in this situation, right? If this were Patrick Mahomes who pulled this sort of thing off or or, or Jalen Hurts or Josh or, or Joe Burrow, some other quarterback, I think the the appearance would be a lot different. I think he would get a lot more credit. I think people would be calling this what a performance. And by the way, and that's what I'm saying about Kirk Cousins. I think if any quarterback did this, it would be great. And Kirk Cousins did do it. And so I think he deserves a lot of credit for that. Um, you know, the Vikings, they're a really tough team to figure out. And, and I pay a lot of attention to the Vikings. Uh, their defense is good sometimes. Second half versus the Colts. It was great first half. It was not so good. The offense is a little bit topsy-turvy. The The Vikings, I think, are a very difficult team to figure out. I think, I mean, obviously, listen, with the win, they clinched the playoffs, so they are a playoff team. Um, we'll see how far they can go. I, I really, honestly, I don't know. I think it kind of depends on their opponent and how they show up. But clearly, you know, the Vikings are a team that, no matter what, they can win any game. Right, whether you're down thirty-three, nothing, you know, it doesn't really matter. 
the Vikings have that, you know, and, and cool ability to kind of come back and persevere. They're a very tough team. And, and I, I think that kind of looking at the, at the end of the season, they're going to, you know, I think they're going to be built up a little bit by these last few games and hopefully walk into the playoffs with, with a, with a, a good mentality. Um, the Colts, I, again, I mean, what do you want me to say at this point? They're four, nine and one. They're not a very good football team. They are not coached very well. Matt Ryan is just, he's just not the same quarterback I thought he was. Um, I mean, it's just an absolute disaster for the Colts. Uh, the season's over effectively. You're the, the, the last team in the AFC at the moment um, still in the playoff race. So you're, you're effectively out of it. I, I, I mean, you got four wins. I think basically next week is, I mean, the, when the Titans beat the the Texans, I think you're pretty much done. So um, it's just, it, it's a bad, another bad season for the Colts. One of the worst teams in the NFL really over the past five seasons. Um, I think it just, you know, just very you know, gone from mediocre, just to bad. Uh, very, very quick. Uh, all right. Browns defeated the Ravens 13 to three. Yeah, it was a very predictable game. I thought, um, like I'm not, I'm not surprised by this result. It's 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 what I said going into the game. Um, the Ravens struggle a lot. I was talking about this on Twitter with a lot of people, and they got mad at me. They were saying, "Well, the Ravens are are better than the Bengals," and I'm like, "No, they're not. They're not. <laughs> Excuse me. They're not better than the Bengals. Um, they're not. It's just it's just not what happens. I mean, I think sometimes people, you know." Listen, I'm not an authoritative source. So you don't have to listen to me. Um, but if you do, you'll be right. So, you know, it kind of, I think, is really, you know, me talking about sports. I mean, I think I, I've, I've come to be to be pretty accurate over, over past seasons. Um, the Ravens are not a good football team. They're very Lamar Jackson reliant. And in this game really showed that. I mean, the Browns are not a very good football team, folks. I mean, what did we see from the Browns that said, oh, this is a good football team? And not that much. Right. When, when the Browns played those first two weeks of the season, I mean, they were atrocious. They were, they were bad on offense. Their defense was mediocre. I get the Ravens didn't have a quarterback, but th this game, you know, you, you should be able to win it with Tyler Huntley. I think the Ravens have a lot of problems. I think Greg Roman rightfully should be fired. I think he's done an awful job in Baltimore. Listen, the Ravens are, are probably going to be a wild card this season. Cincinnati's 10 and four. I don't really see them uh, faltering at least too much to finish up the season. Uh, they play, who do they play this week? I know they don't play anyone very good. Yeah, uh, well, actually, I, I take that back. They play the Patriots, so <laughs> excuse me. They do play, they do play a, a decent team. That will be a very interesting game to see who comes out on top of that one. Um, but I, I think that the ultimately we look at that week 17 matchup. I think the Bengals are probably going to take it. Um, and, and again, you know, that's probably going to decide the division because the Brown, the Bengals play the bills and the Patriots. Who do the Ravens play this week? Uh, this will kind of determine it. Yeah. The Ravens played the Falcons. So I think probably Ravens may take that one. And then the Ravens play the Steelers. So it'll be interesting to see how the season finishes. Actually, I'm not going to, ordain their Bengals as NFC North champions just yet. Um, but the Bengals sure look good, and, and the Ravens surely don't. And I don't think they're going to win a playoff game, even if they get to the playoffs. I just 
I don't think they're a very good football team. And I think that, you know, I, I pointed out on Twitter, again, their strength of schedule for the team has been, I think it's been pretty, it's been pretty easy. So they play a lot of easy teams and, and won those games. So I think the Ravens are just not, not a very serious team. All right. The Bills defeated the Dolphins on Saturday night football. Yes, you heard me right. Listen, I mean, to what, what do you want the guy to do? He's not a very capable quarterback. He doesn't really do a lot. That's, that's interesting or exciting. To me, the, the Dolphins are not a good football team. They're not a very good defensive team. And when you have a quarterback like that, what do you want me to do? I mean, two is just so so below average at so many things. Um, you know, I think statistically he looks great. I think statistically he appears to be a a capable quarterback. But the Dolphins are 8-6 and six this season, folks. Like, they're not... They're not that good. They've also lost three straight. Um, I'm very interested to see this Packers game. Packers at Dolphins. I, I think the Dolphins should win this game, but if they don't, I think that's a it's a huge mark on on Tua's season. I mean, he's effectively been, I think, very bad, and I think he's just not the guy. Uh, and I think this game was more of that. Listen, the Bills are a very good football team. They are a top three team in the AFC. I will continue to say that. Um, you know, they don't feel like a great team, though. It's interesting. I, I, I like Buffalo. I don't love Buffalo. Though. I can't put my finger on it, but they win a lot of weird games. I think this is one of those weird games um, that they win. Uh, I'm not in love with Buffalo. I think that Josh Allen does a lot of things as a quarterback that you they work versus Miami. They work versus some bad teams. But I think when you actually play a, a better team, throwing across your body is not going to work. I, 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 I'm not in love with this Bills team. I think they're definitely overhyped. Um, yeah, I like Stephon Diggs. I think the team itself offensively, they have a lot of good pieces. I, I just wonder how this team will shape up in the playoffs. Uh, the Dolphins are extremely limited by their quarterback. At the moment, to me, they're a first-round exit in the playoffs. I just I can't see the Dolphins as a, as a serious playoff team. They're probably going to have to play the Bills or the Chiefs. Um, You know, or uh, you know, it's just it's not gonna it's not gonna be good for Miami. They're a very bad away team. They're not good in the cold. Two is two is a little cold sometimes. So he gets he gets shivery. Um, they're just not a good team, and I don't I don't like them. I don't like I'm not really in love with either of these teams. If you couldn't tell. All right, Saints defeated the Falcons twenty one to eighteen. Listen, we cover every game every week. This is one of those games that no one cares about. Uh, both these teams, I mean, listen, I think it's cool that you have three, five, and nine teams and one, six, and eight team in the NFC South. I mean, I think effectively every team is in their playoff hunt at this point in the AFC South when, I mean, God, they shouldn't be. These teams are horrible. Um, but, <laughs> you know, at this point, it doesn't really matter, does it? I think, I, I think that Tampa Bay is still going to win the division. You look at the remaining schedule for Tampa Bay. Um, they play the Arizona Cardinals without Kyler Murray. They play the Carolina Panthers at home, and then they go to Atlanta, a team that Tom Brady has beat like 11 straight times. They're going to be the playoff team. They're going to get a home game. Like, I just – I don't know what this team is. I don't – I don't know. I mean, listen, at the moment, it, it looks to me like this. It's going to be Brady versus like Heineke or Daniel Jones or – Geno Smith or Jared Goff, one of those teams. 
at home for the Bucs. I think the Bucs legitimately could win a playoff game this year. I I would not be shocked. Um, I think that they will make the playoffs, but and that's why I think the Saints-Falcons game is meaningless. It was nice to see Desmond Ritter at least. Um, you know, I told you guys the Saints offense wasn't that bad. It was a home game. We knew Desmond Ritter was going to struggle a little bit. So not really a shocker. Um, kind of made sense in my mind. All right. Eagles, Bears, and this is what I've been talking about all season with the Eagles, an unconvincing win versus a 3-11 team. Like, it's not impressive. Like, Eagles fans are probably going around saying, we're 13-1, we're 13. I'm like, you, you beat the, the Bears by five. Like, the Bears are one of the worst teams in the NFL. They're already eliminated from the playoffs. I think they own, like, the third pick, second pick in the NFL draft. So they are the second worst team in the NFL. Um, by record, they have a very good quarterback and that's about it. And you beat him by five. It's not impressive. Um, Justin Fields obviously had a great day. This game shouldn't have been close. I mean, Jalen Hurts throwing two picks and still getting a 72 rating on PFF while Kirk Cousins throws four touchdowns and two picks and completes the largest comeback in NFL history and gets a 57 is atrocious. I mean, it's just, it's God awful. We'll be talking about PFF later this week. Um, it's not a, and not a special win. I think Justin Fields is a very special quarterback most of the time. He's still growing a lot. I, I still want to see more from him. Um, you know, Hurts, a very odd game. Three rushing touchdowns, two picks. Like, very, very weird. Um, yeah. I, I think that A.J. Brown's a big difference maker for this team. He, he adds a lot to this offense. I think the Eagles at this point are for sure guaranteed the bye. I don't see them losing two more games this season, and I don't see uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't see them losing two more games this season, um, and I I certainly you know don't think that they're they're gonna flounder at the end. Of the, I mean, they play the Cowboys week sixteen, so that's this week. That's a big game, but even if they lose that, they play they play. They play in week 17, they play the Saints at home. And then at week 18, they play the Giants at home. And even if they lose, even if they lose all three of those games, Minnesota and win, Minnesota wins all three of those games, okay, fine. But even if they lose two and win one, they still have the tiebreaker over Minnesota. Like, it doesn't really matter. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think Philadelphia is the number one seed. Congratulations, Eagles um, won the division as well. So they're definitely guaranteed a home playoff game. Um, yeah. All right. Lions defeated the Jets 20 to 17. I mean, the Detroit Lions, folks, they're 7 and 7. Uh, you really can't count them out at this point. Um, they're potentially in the playoffs. They have some winnable games down the stretch. Currently, though, they are the nine seed. So. Because the Commanders are 7-6-1, the Giants are 8-5-1, and, and then they don't have the tiebreaker over Seattle. They're the 9 seed. So they're going to need some stuff to happen for them. Um, I don't know if they'll need to necessarily win out. They probably could lose one. If they win out, I think they definitely make the playoffs. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how the Lions finish. They're definitely a decent team. I think winning the winning versus the Jets is, is always a good game, no matter who's the quarterback. And it was an away game, too. So I think that's a really big win. Um, versus versus the Jets for the Lions. Um, yeah, Jared Goff, I mean, he really did enough, didn't he? I think Jared Goffson 
you know, he's he's really turned a new leaf. I'm very impressed by Jared Goff. Uh, you know, very impressed. I think Zach Wilson had he had a decent game. I mean, listen, just for one missed field goal away from tying this game up. So let's not act like the Lions had this one all sealed up. But I think the Jets are going to miss the playoffs again. I just I, I like the Jets. They're just missing something. We'll see if they are able to work it out. I know if it, I don't know if it's Zach Wilson or if it's something else. I'm I'm very intrigued to see how they kind of solve this over the offseason. Uh, between Zach Wilson and Mike White, I mean, I still roll with Zach Wilson. I think he's got the more potential. I'd love to see more games from him. This team is not going to make the playoffs. I just I don't see it down the stretch. You look at them, they're six, they're seven and seven, which isn't a bad record, but they lost both versus the Patriots. So Patriots own the tiebreaker. They played Jacksonville on Thursday night football. That's going to be a big game. But even eight and seven, they're still going to need to win, I think, two more. They play Seattle, but in Seattle, I think that's a very interesting game. Um, and then they play Miami in Miami the last week of the season. So I think they have three tough games, three games that I think they'll probably lose one of them. I don't know if nine and eight is going to be able to make the playoffs because I think the Patriots certainly will win. They'll probably win one more game. I don't know if the Patriots win two more games. Um, I think the Dolphins definitely win one more game. Um, I think they probably beat the Jets week 18, and I think the Chargers probably win at least one more game. So that's kind of my take on it. Um, yeah, but a very good game by the Lions. They're looking good, and I'm excited to see what comes. All right, Steelers defeated the Panthers 24-16. Yeah, I mean, one of the ones I, I said earlier on in the week that really a 50-50 game um, between two teams, that it, the game doesn't really mean a lot to. It's more of a – it's more of a – go out there and win it just because you want to win. Like, it's not – I think because the Steelers lost the previous week, I, you know, I think before that game, right, if you look at the Steelers, actually, had they won versus the Ravens, they would be 7-7 seven and seven right now. And I think that was kind of the nail in the coffin for me, at least, with the Steelers because they did make a nice little run towards the end of the season. They play the Raiders, Ravens, Browns. You know, I I don't know if there'll be a winning team this season, which is, I think, obviously significant given Mike Tomlin's never having a, had a losing season. Um, but I think they'll be okay. I mean, listen, I think the Steelers team always kind of achieves more than people expect them to, which I think is something good. I What I would like to see more from the Steelers is from next year is a different offensive scheme. I think it's not that great. Um and yeah, I mean, I, I like the Steelers. I think that they are. I think that they're an interesting team. They've got a great defense. Um, I'm very interested to see how they tackle the Raiders at home. Um, I think that Kenny Pickett should be back, and I'm excited to see more of Kenny Pickett. So, um, yeah. All right. Moving on, the Jaguars defeat the Cowboys, forty to thirty-six in overtime. A walk-off pick six. By uh, Janoris, or is it Janoris Jenkins? It's, it's one of the Jenkins. I forget who it is. Um, Rayshon Jenkins. A great, I mean, he had one of the games of his career, I got to be honest with you. Rayshon Jenkins was all over the field on on, on Sunday. Um, it was a great, it was a very interesting game. I think the Cowboys, to me, again, we'll talk about this at the end of the episode. You know, we'll do a little segment on NFC, AFC playoff teams. Um the Jaguars, I mean, listen, at this point, they're 6-8. and eight. The only way I think they make the playoffs is winning the division. I don't think they're going to win the division, though. And you might say that, well, Michael, Tennessee lost this week, and I'm going to – a little spoiler alert. But Tennessee also plays 
the Texans at home. So they're going to get at least eight wins. And then they play the Cowboys on Thursday Night Football. And then they play – who do they play the last week of the season? Oh, do they play Jacksonville? That would be crazy. They do. Okay, so Tennessee plays Jacksonville in Jacksonville. Honestly, I think the season for Tennessee and Jacksonville is going to come down to that game. Because I think for sure Tennessee wins this week. Tennessee's going to be 8-7. and seven. I think Jacksonville has to win this week. They play on Thursday Night Football. Jacksonville, week 17. Who do they play? They play Houston. So I think both these teams going into this last week of the season are going to be 8-8. Eight and eight. And I think the winner is going to make the playoffs. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, now, sticking with, uh, by the way, huge win for Jacksonville beating the Cowboys. Um, I'm Again, more of I don't love Jacksonville because of or Dallas for a lot of reasons. Dak Prescott makes untimely mistakes. He's not very clutch. He's not very good. This is a Jacksonville team that's really not that good. I mean, let's be honest. It's not a very good Jacksonville team, but they ended up winning. Um, Dallas's defense recently has been crumbling. I'm not really sure why. They gave up 23 to Texas, 40 to Jacksonville. They gave up 19 to the Colts. I mean, not crumbling, but it's just it's felt different. It's felt different. Um, it's felt different. Um, I don't know. I'm just not in love with Dallas. I never have been. It's the December Cowboys. I think that's the old saying. Um, just a huge, just a huge loss. I think Dallas has just got a lot of concerns. And I think, again, it comes down, it boils down to their quarterback is not very good. Dak Prescott, not a top time quarterback, not even close. Um, just, just a bad loss. And I think Dallas is a big issue, a lot of issues. Um, and we'll get to that in the episode. However, they did clinch a playoff spot because of another team losing. Um, so Dallas is officially in the playoffs. They are, I think at this point, definitely going to be the five seed. Um, the Giants would have to win. I don't even know if the Giants can they. I mean, if the Giants win both games, no. Okay, so I the the, the Cowboys are a ten win team. I really see them as that five seed. I think they're probably going to play the Bucks at home, so we'll get a week one matchup. Because I mean, I don't know. I mean, listen, Dallas may win this week versus Philadelphia because of Jalen Hurts not playing. Um, but Dallas plays, they play Tennessee at home on Thursday night football. That's kind of a big game. And then they play, what did they play the last year? I, play, I bet they play like Washington or something like that. They play a week 18. Where's Dallas? Yeah, they play Washington. So, I mean, I think they'll probably finish as, as the five seed. It would make most sense to me for that to happen. Um, and we'll see where the Jaguars go. We'll talk more about them in the preview episode for the, the next week. All right, the Chiefs defeated the Texans, 30-24. to 24. I mean, if concerning victory is a statement, that's definitely what this was. Um, I've never seen – I mean, Kansas City just is not convincing right now. They are a top three team in the AFC. They win games. But Kansas City's defense is not convincing. Their offense is good. It's just not great. It's not the same Kansas City offense I think most people would expect. I think Nick Wright may be very sad about that. He may cry. It's possible. I don't think that they're a Super Bowl winning team this season. Um, you know, I just, 
I just, I don't know what to think almost. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that the Chiefs are a good team, but I don't know if they can beat Cincinnati or Buffalo. I'm just, I'm not sure if they're going to win either of those games. Because um, I think those are the three teams in the AFC that I'm looking at. Maybe you throw the Chargers in there. They're very inconsistent, though. Um, so I think Kansas City has problems. I don't love them. I think that they're a good team. I just don't think they're a great team. So I'm not in, I'm not really in love with any team this year, by the way. I don't know if you guys have noticed. All right, one more before the break. Broncos defeated the Cardinals 24-15. Both these teams are eliminated. You know, I mean, both both had backup quarterbacks in the game. It essentially a meaningless game between two backup quarterbacks with two coaches should be who should be fired. That's it. I'm I'm gonna skip this one. All right. On the back half of the break, we're gonna cover all the other games, and then we're gonna talk a little bit about the playoff picture in the NFC and my thoughts on those teams. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome back. All right. The dumbest game of the week. The Raiders defeated the Patriots. No, I'm not even gonna say that. The Raiders. Had more points at the end of the regulation time than the Patriots did. They didn't win. They just had more points. Um, where do I even start? Okay, Jacoby Myers, you're an idiot. I mean, what? Are you... I, I watched that play. I was like, what is he doing? Um, I know Max ain't a lot of crap for not tackling Chandler Jones. I mean, let's be honest, guys. A quarterback who had been injured previously this season versus Chandler Jones running right at him. Not exactly a fair fight, all right? Um, yeah, Jacoby Myers is an idiot for just doing that. Just, like, kneel and go down. I don't know why <laughs> he's trying to make a play. Everyone who's calling this the dumbest play in NFL history is 100% right. I mean, he is just an idiot. I mean, he literally lost the game because of Jacoby Myers being a dumbass. Um but it shouldn't even got to that point. The referees made, I would say, arguably the worst call since the Packers uh, versus Seahawks game where they called it a catch instead of an interception. Maybe maybe worse than that. I mean, there have been a lot of bad calls in the NFL. The miss uh, DPI Rams versus Saints. The Megatron catch. The Des Bryant catch. Uh, a lot of really bad calls. I think this one's a little bit different, though, for one reason. It's not really subjective. I think when we talk about the Des Bryant catch or not catch, I think it's a catch, right? But you could see how someone could make the argument that it wasn't a catch. The Megatron where he kind of threw the ball down, you could say, well, you know, listen, I, I, I see it. It's subjective. It's by the opinion. Whether a player is in or out of bounds is not an opinion. Right, it's it's it either is or it isn't, and when someone's foot is over the white line, that would lead me to believe they are out of bounds. Personally, I think that players should not be allowed to wear white cleats anymore. I, I think that it causes too many problems. If he was wearing green cleats and you see like a line, like this, and then you see a, a shoe protruding over that line, and then you see it keep going, and you see a different color, it makes it very easy to see. Oh, his foot is over the line versus if the, you can see the line and you can see his foot, right? You're not, you're not still looking for green grass. You're just looking for the color of his foot. And that makes it a lot easier. Um, 
call was clearly out of bounds. I think every, I mean, I don't know how they only had two angles. Um, the overhead angle looked pretty definitive to me. I mean, I had never seen something as crazy as that ever be called in my life. Um, I would say different than all the other calls because again, when we talk about a catch versus not a catch, right? It, it's it's up. It, it, there's there is an interpretation of that, right? There's an interpretation of well, did he have control? Did he have this? This is like control is something that again is there's not like it, it, it's it's what you think. It's not you know, it's not like oh you can know if he had two feet down. That's easy to see. Did he make a a football move like? You know, who knows about that, right? That's kind of, again, subjective. But when we talk about being inbounds or out of bounds, it's, it's either you are or you aren't. There's no, well, you know, I think he is, I think he is, <laughs> isn't, right? Like there's not, or at least there shouldn't be any disagreements. It's it, it's either, it's a fact. Either you are or you aren't. Um, and that's why this game was a joke. The, the Patriots should have won this game, and they're going to miss the playoffs because of that call. Um, when we look back on this, it's the biggest call of the season. Had he not made that call, I don't think the Raiders score a touchdown. I think the Patriots probably just get the ball back and kneel and win the game. Um, I mean, I, I thought the Patriots played a good game. They just made one boneheaded play that let them lose, and then they had one horrible call go against them that – Got it tied up. I mean, it's just one of the worst calls in NFL history. Um, and the NFL won't apologize for it, by the way. They, they don't. They don't acknowledge they're wrong, even though they know they are. Um, it's just a joke. I mean, that is the biggest the, the biggest choke job by an NFL referee I've ever seen in my life. So my, my little mini rant on that. All right. Chargers defeated the Titans 17-14. to 14. I mean, listen, Justin Herbert's that guy, folks. Uh, the, the whole Emmanuel Otto, oh, two is better than that. I mean, Emmanuel Otto is a, he's a little bit narcissistic, definitely egotistical, and just an idiot. Um, I, I, I think that's really what's wrong with sports personalities today in the world. They, they, they don't care about their opinions. They don't care whether they're right or wrong. They just want to say something um, for saying it. Uh, and we'll, I want to cover that. I think the sports world, the sports commentary world has become not only polarized, but it's become false and stupid and people making outrageous claims just for making those claims. Um, and Emmanuel Acho has really just never been right on anything. And he's just kind of an idiot. So kind of my take on that. Um, I feel really bad for Ryan Tannehill. This guy is a solid quarterback who's been dealing with injuries all season long. No one shouts him out when he comes back on the field after dealing with an ankle injury. No one gives him any any help. Um, he's got no wide receivers, a subpar offensive line. He's got Derrick Henry. I'll give him that, but I feel bad for Ryan. I mean, he's just he's got he's got crappy luck this season. Um, and I think the Titans, again, will win nine games, but I think this team may miss a playoffs. We've already talked about that. Um, Tennessee's in big trouble. The Chargers, on the other hand, they look good. Um, still inconsistent, I think. I'm not going to trust them ever, but definitely a good win for them. All right, Bengals defeated the Bucs 34-23. Listen, guys, I told you the Bucs just not a very good team. I was surprised to see them winning. But it's just there's something wrong with this team. I can't even pinpoint it anymore. I don't know if it's Brady or what. It just is not good. Um, 
The Bengals on their hand are a very good football team. They come down from a you know, 17 point deficit. They they win the game. They're in the NFC North. I think Cincy will win the NFC North. I'm not 100% sure. They got some tough games, but but we'll see. Um, yeah, the Bucks are in big trouble, but I think they probably went out. They probably finished 9 and 8. Host the Cowboys. Could win. They can win that game. I think realistically, they definitely can win that game, and uh, we'll see. All right, the Giants defeated the Commanders 20-14. to Surprising win by the Giants. Definitely a cheap win, though. Commanders obviously should have won that game. Missed calls. Calls being, you know, I mean, it was a bad week for the refs. Um, just atrocious job on that Terry McLaurin stuff. Not good. Um, you know, I think the Commanders are still the better team. I want to see more from them. I, I, I wonder if they'll make the playoffs at this point. And the Giants, by the way, who cares at this point? I mean, they're a first-round exit to uh, the Niners for sure. I don't think the Giants stand a chance against the 49ers. So there you go. That's it. All right, Monday football. Packers defeated the Rams. Decent game. Baker back to normal. You know, Aaron Rodgers doing Aaron Rodgers things. I don't really care. All right, let's talk a little bit about the NFC playoff picture because it's just more interesting. My thinking with the NFC play, all the teams – I mean, every team is could make the playoffs or will make the playoffs. Huge problems with every single one of these teams. Not little problems. Big problems. Let's start off with the Lions. Well, first off, they're the Lions. Um, they're fairly inconsistent. Their defense is not that good. Um, Jared Goff is their quarterback, and he's all right, but he's not super great. Seahawks. Not a real sense of a running game. Defense is struggling. No Tyler Lockett. Um, offense feels stagnant, especially without Kenneth Walker. Seattle concerns me. They they are just they don't really have any top tier talent. I think of outside of DK Metcalf. The Commanders. Heineke's their quarterback. That's a big negative. Um, you know their defense is good. I don't think it's as good as it sh- it can be or should be. Um, they're definitely a decent team, but it's just I don't think you go against a juggernaut. The Giants, Daniel Jones is their quarterback, very one-dimensional on offense, and I don't think they have a very good defense. The Bucks, they're the Bucks. I mean, they're just <coughs> they've lost eight games so far this season. They're not very good. Um, their defense looks bad. They have a horrible offensive line. Uh, they're struggling. The Cowboys. They're chokers, perennial chokers. They have a huge question mark at the quarterback position, um, and their defense is struggling more and more. The Niners talk about the Cowboys quarterback situation, up that by 10 for the Niners. They also have huge injury concerns, and again, you're relying on a Mr. Irrelevant pick to get you to the Super Bowl. That's It's going to be tough no matter who you surround him with. The Vikings... Well, what team is going to show up? Are they going to show up as the second half versus the Colts or the first half? Is this team going to show up with a defense or without a defense? You know, I, I really don't know. The Vikings concern me. I think their offense is good, but I think their defense can be atrocious. So we'll see. Um, and then the Eagles. They're very solid. They're not very good on the road. I don't know if they'll have to play a rowing game, but they're not very good on the road. Um, Jalen Hurts definitely suffering with an injury. Um Defense is okay, but they haven't really played in a real competition this season. So I think that there's a lot of question marks in Philadelphia. All nine teams, I think I could point out major problems. 
I kind of think it's almost anyone's game in the NFC this season. I really feel like a lot of different teams could come out and, and win it. Um, so we'll see what happens. All right. Thank you all for listening to another episode of The Master Plan. Hope you enjoyed. Have a great day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it? Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line. Or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguodala.